Hey everybody, welcome back to Pour the Tea Podcast. I'm Tess. And I'm Mel. And we are taking another deep dive into the shallow waters of 90 Day Fiance, episode three, called To Witness the Beginning. We didn't <laughs> we didn't start them off, but it, it's dearly beloved. We are gathered <laughs> here. To, I see what you're doing on yeah. day. Yes, so Jasmine and Gino. Let's just dive into that train wreck. Mm. So Mind you, the last episode, she was like, I can't wait to smell the apartment. I can't wait to see it. And then his bed was all crumpled. He had, quote, unquote, lotion. Lotion stains. Lotion stains all over his his bed. And she was like, am I going to get pregnant from this? Oh, my God. So you can imagine what is on those bed sheets. Nasty. But he cleaned the comforter that said... That she said that was stinky, and he wanted her to smell it to see if it had any sort of a fungus or moldy smell to it. Like it was up to her standards? Yes. So I did not realize the age gap here. He is 54, and she's 36. No, she is not 36. That girl yes. does not look 36. Yes. She looks like she's in her 40s. For sure. For No, but she's 36. So there's almost a 20-year age gap here between the two of them. She is that much younger than me? Yes. But does not look it. I'm just going to say. I was just going to say, well, maybe <laughs> I look older than no. I really am. Maybe I need to come to down to reality here. No. So all of that to say, she has a little surprise for him. You're going to freak out. I just, I feel it. You're going <laughs> to. Uh uh-uh. uh. See, I didn't watch any of your. <laughs> and people. I didn't watch any of yours, so this is all fresh. Well, and I I love that because it's my it's genuine reaction, reaction to it. So <laughs> I'm always scared when you mention them because you already did the tongue sucking thing, and that was. Yeah, I didn't eat for the rest of the day oh after that. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to know. No, you don't, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. So she has a surprise for him and says she needs to go to the bathroom. Mm mm. It's their first night together after months, and she mentions that we just have no idea how horny she is. Okay, so I'm good this God, Jesus! <laughs> oh my God, I need to brace. I'm gonna hold. Let me hold on to the table. Yes, brace hold myself. On. Hold on, because she said on a scale from one to ten, her level of need is at a hundred. <laughs> oh my God! Is that where she leaves it? Does she leave it there? No. Does she, oh God. No. Okay. So this chick comes out of the bathroom clearing her throat and she's like in a sexy nurse's outfit. I'm talking Uh, a thong, fishnet stockings, little like boob pasty, like nurse's outfit with a hat. Wait a minute. Outfit is not on? Like there's not, there's not really a nurse outfit outfit? I mean, it's a, it's a costume. It's a sexy costume. But she's covered. Barely. I'm surprised this is on TLC. That's all I got to say. Mm. So he says, wow, look at you with your big ones bulging out. Your big ones bulging. <laughs> and did she say likewise? No, no, she did not. But she, he was like, you're so sexy. You're so hot. He smacks her butt and she's like, oh, don't do that. That's disrespectful. Oh, my God, because he doesn't know. He doesn't know that she's Ooh. had the butt implant. So her booty probably hurts. I'm sure. Uh, maybe it's because her butt hurts, but she gives him a doctor uniform and tells him to go change, wash his hands and other instruments. You need to stop it right now. We are done. This is already turning into one of those softcore porns that I didn't sign up to watch. <laughs> Yo, I wish you could see her face right now. Just the seriousness. Just, this is so uncomfortable for me. This kind of stuff is so uncomfortable. I was writing this down just the whole time thinking Tess is going to die. <laughs> She's going to die. I hate this. I don't want to know what's going on in oh, your bedroom. Oh, it gets better. Oh, or okay. worse, really, it in gets your perspective. Better. Yes. I, so she said that they've had issues with their sex life previously. So four months ago, just take a wild guess at what she did outside of doing her butt. Did she do something in, how do I put this delicately? <laughs> did she go up there and get some work done up there? She's had kids. She has had kids. She's had two kids. I I'm believe. assuming natural. I'm assuming too. Um, but yeah, she uh, got surgery done on her hymen to essentially make her a virgin again. <gasps> Stop it! <laughs> Why? Who is she kidding? Uh, is that what he requested? I don't know if if he did or if she just kind of took the liberty to get that done. But 
I think she's got an addiction to surgery. I think so, too. I think so, too. But she's hoping that this helps improve their sex life and that it'll make him be like, OMG, you're a virgin now. Like, this is super sexy in such a perverted way. Like, what in the That was her words, that it would be super sexy in a perverted way. By him thinking that he's taking her virginity? Mm Mm-hmm. What is wrong with these people? So uh, Gino has this is all coming from her, unless Gino said stuff and we don't know it. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm really into virgins. Yeah, I which I could very easily see him saying, but that was not <sighs> the case with making things snugger down there. Apparently, Gino is well endowed. Oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and could not get it in. <gasps> After surgery, so it ended up causing more of an issue between them. She got too tight. I guess so. No. So he comes out of the bathroom. He's wearing a surgeon uniform. So they're playing surgeon and sexy nurse, but she's also the patient. So she's going to be the nurse patient. Patient. I don't even know. She's going to be a nurse slash patient? Yes. Okay. A nurse to him, a patient for him. I don't even know. I don't, I don't. I really don't want to dive too much into no. it. I don't know why I'm even asking these questions. <laughs> but it's like a train wreck you just can't take your eyes away from. It's the truth. But they sit on the bed and she brings over a little box. We're still in it. We're still We're in still it. in the room. We're okay. still in the room. And why, TLC? Why I did you do this? Need... I don't understand. Um, but they are, quote unquote, tools to help open things up. Okay, so more, okay. In physical therapy, you have you have a specialty where women work on things. So, you know, when you have kids, things happen. Women become more incontinent, though. Sure. And there's different tools. And you have different things to strengthen things. But then there's also a different kind of therapy where women have to use certain devices that they put in there to stretch things. Yeah, so um, they had those things. Oh my God, she's going to sit there and stretch herself out for him. (laughs) So What the hell is happening? She had three different sizes and was like, so first you're going to start with this and do, and then you're going to go to the medium one and that that was her thing. Okay. And then the biggest one and do that. Yeah. And then she can use his tool. Oh my God, when you call it his tool, I just... That's what she says. Those are her words. (laughs) Those are her words. I mean, at this point, you might as well just go to the gynecologist. Let him get your pap smear. Use a little duck beak. (laughs) Spread it. That's awful. I'm just saying that's what that's like. Yeah. No part of this sounds fun. No. Or sexy in any way. This just sounds like he's in med school and he's having to train or something. figure it out. It was so awkward. I felt secondhand embarrassment watching this oh god i'm glad you have them yeah (laughs) i would have looked at you like i can't i can't write this (laughs) i can't do it i can't do it so they're going through them having some foreplay and making out why are we still here incredibly awkward like it just she's wearing a thong and tlc is showing this and her slinging her leg over, and you're seeing some. You do? Did she have? They have to blurt it out. They did have to blurt it out, but okay, you could get the. She's got a thong. Mm-hmm. Does she have any kind of markings to indicate that she had any type of? No, but however, it's hidden like under her thong line, because later in the episode, she we gets into, into it. Yeah, a little bit with where it is. Because I was, I mean, she never told How him. not? Yeah. And she's wearing very skimpy outfit. Yes. Oh, my God. So we're going to close the door on them. Please do lock the <laughs> damn thing and just, mm-mm. But we're going to open the door to Sophie and Rob. Okay? I love Sophie. I think she's so cute. Yeah. Rob, I think he's a total trash bag, and he does not deserve her. Rob the knob. I like Rob it. Rob the knob. <laughs> So they're at their apartment and Sophie goes out to the outhouse because let's be real, that's what it is. It is yes, an outhouse. It's ridiculous. And she has the door open because she says it smells in there. I did not see a shower and I was looking for one. I could only see the toilet and the sink. Was it gross? I didn't really get into, like, it just showed her standing in there. But okay. I mean, let's think of it. Think of it as an outhouse. Like, it's bare plywood. It's not even a nice bathroom. So I can only... It gives me gas station vibes. 
Oh my god, and there's nothing worse than a gas no. station. No. Unless you go to a Bucky's, but they're known for having bathrooms that your mm-hmm. mama would love. That that you can eat off of. Oh god, to. no. <laughs> We've gone too far. We're off the rails. Oh man, but she gets into the bathroom situation and she says that it's a huge inconvenience and that if she has to go to the bathroom at 3 a.m., it's just not ideal for her to get up, find her right. shoes, mm-hmm. to go outside. So Rob feels that everything is off on the right foot aside from the whole elevator situation at the airport where they got stuck and then he said that he couldn't stand her and she was annoying, Mm -hmm. whatever. But he enjoyed waking up to Sophie next to him. Okay. So she mentions how jet lagged she was and how she was ready to get to bed. I mean, even in the episode, she's like, I'm exhausted. I've been awake for 25 hours. I haven't showered. I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. It is tiring. And Rob the Knob would not let her sleep. What a day he wanted to get it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Read Even the room. when she said, no, Rob, come on, I'm tired, he wouldn't leave her alone and insisted on doing the dirty. He said that that was the icing on the cake for him. Everything else was surprise, surprise, surprise. Then sexy time was the icing. I have words for you, Rob. Yes. No means no. No. It mm-hmm. is a complete sentence. If she did not want to, you should not have forced her to. Right. And you are a dick for well, doing that. He's a knob. He is a knob. I fully believe this. Her mom is right. Sophie, listen to us. But what's so sad is that she felt like she had to do that just to get him to stop bugging her yeah. so she could finally go to sleep. Right. So instead of just letting her sleep, catching up on that, getting that rest, and then maybe her being more into it the next night right. and it being that much more special since you guys have been apart for so long mm-hmm. you don't give her that you no. can't wait one more day no get gone yeah exactly so i was i was done with i was done with him before but i was even yeah. more done after that so she brings up the bathroom situation again and said that she has to find shoes to be able to go outside use the bathroom and he's like it's not that big of a deal mm just brush it under the rug. Yeah. You're so used to houses in Dubai and London and Spain and all this other quote unquote bougie ass stuff. And he, she's like, wait a minute. Why is it bougie to have a bathroom in your apartment? <laughs> and he can't answer her. He can't. I'm like, you need to come off your ledge here because yeah. she's asking for basic necessities. She's not even asking for anything extravagant. A bathroom in, in the, the same place. Right. They obviously have different upbringings. Sophie grew up with money. Her dad is wealthy. And Rob obviously did not grow mm-hmm. up with that kind of kind of lifestyle. But he grew up in the hood. And they're currently residing in Inglewood, which we know is not the best place in California. So he gets defensive about where he gotcha. lives. And she doesn't want to make him feel bad. But in the same sense, you know, she's like, this is a basic need that I am requesting. Mm-hmm. And that he just does not give a crap. His response, which... Hold on tight for this one was, I'm here to bring you down to earth a little bit. You want to be with me? I'm a down to earth person. Are you kidding me? No, that was his response to her. Do you think that maybe he's saying these things and being this way because he, he can't afford to provide that for her? Yeah. Then why doesn't he just tell her? Uh, wouldn't you want her you know what am I talking about? Nobody's being honest on this damn show. Nobody's no. been truthful. No. Why didn't you just have an understanding of if you're going to come out here and you want me to move up in the apartment, this is what I can afford. You come from money. You're Mm self-employed. Is there any way, since we're going to have a family together, a life together, is there any way that we can combine this and we do a 50-50? I don't even know. I mean, I feel like that's fair. That's a fair request. I mean, in all honesty, if he can't afford, if this is what he can afford... She has things that she wants. Mm -hmm. Why can that not be an understanding that I can't give you all of those things, but if if we help, if we go in this together as a team, then then we can find that. We can make that happen. I want to give you that. I can't give it to you right now. Right. But if you do want it, if you want it right now, and this is adamant that you want a bathroom inside, I I understand. This This, is what I bring to the table. This is what I can afford. Yes. The only way I can do it is if we we combine. Yes. Yes. Which I think is a very fair statement and an honest, truthful statement to have. Well, I just think he's saying this, these mean things because he's maybe a little embarrassed at the fact that he can't give her those. It's, it's okay. It is. It's all right to 
not be able to afford things. Uh, we were just talking about this. Yes. We were legit just talking about That's this. That's why I say that. And I'm sure, I'm sure she would have the understanding that I get it. You can't afford all these nice things. Let me help. Right. And we'll do this together. Because what happens when you're married? Is it just your money? I mean, that's not... I could see him being selfish in that sense. Like, this is my money. This is, I earned this. You didn't earn this. But I just... he. There's no way he makes what she makes. No. No so way. I that's my question to her. Mm. Like, you want to stay in California with him? Because mm-hmm. I don't imagine that he wants to move. He hasn't yet. He hasn't made any made indication. You want these things... It's expensive to live in California. This is what he can provide you. Is that you're going to just leave it at that? Or are you going to chip in? Like, right. where's, I don't know. You We're know. not there yet. Yes, and this, exactly. That's why I'm like, I've got, I've got questions. I think that he's an asshole for the things that he says. Sure. And I think that he just needs to tell her, I, I'm really anxious. I'm nervous that you're going to leave because I can't provide these things for you. Or it makes me upset that I can't provide these. And I unfortunately am taking these, these things out on you yeah i'm saying ugly words that i don't mean but i think he yeah oh you think he means it? i think he means it shoot but he went on to say that she's not missing out on something without having a bathroom you know Uh and that quote unquote she don't not have something don't not have something yeah she don't not have something so she's not lacking for anything except for a bathroom in the house Mm mm-hmm he says if they had an inside bathroom, it would just be a dirtier house. I don't like that justification. but um, And then he abruptly stops the conversation and says, what did I say last night that we're not going to talk about this every day? Um, yeah. We're waving. The flags are waving. We're we waving that red flag. To see. We are waving them. That's what I mean. I think that he's so upset. He's embarrassed. I think that he's embarrassed because he can't afford those things and he just shuts sure. her down. But wouldn't you want to try harder to make these things happen? Well, I feel like he doesn't have that drive. He may not, but even if he did have that drive and this is all he can afford, this is all he can, he has to be honest with her mm-hmm. because the conversation's just going to keep coming up and coming up and you're going to get more and more angry and more resentful to her instead of just saying... I'm doing my best that I have right now. This is all that I can afford to give you. Right. But he's and not saying that. that. I think he's just embarrassed. Yeah. So the red flags were waving and he's taking this as far as telling, he's taking this as her telling him that he's inadequate and unable to provide the things that she wants. So self-reflection because mm-hmm. he's verbalizing the way that he really feels. Right. Got it. Boom. Oh my God. I need you to get my degree it. in psychology. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> He doesn't like or appreciate that feeling. As soon as she says it, it's going to put him in the wrong headspace. It's going to just piss him off and he's not going to want to talk to her anymore. So we're seeing a lot of this is this is me, this is me, this is me, but not really any time to say, hold on, let me figure this out. Let's sit down and come together and and we're going to figure this out together. There's mm-hmm. none of that. It's just a, this is me about me and this is what I'm able to do. And sorry about your bad luck. I'm giving you enough. This is what I don't get about the show. You obvi- They've been dating for how long? I can't remember. I can't remember either. A year and a half, I think. Okay, so I'm, they've had to have had conversations because... I mean, they had an eight-hour FaceTime. What were we talking about? <laughs> but even that, when you decided that this was the person that you wanted to marry, you're going to sign up for this K-1 visa, you're going to bring her over here, was this not a discussion? I mean... You never talked about living situation. You never told her this is what, be prepared. I know you're used to this. This is what I have and this is all I can afford. Apparently not. Apparently this was not part of their plan. So he's just going to plan on staying there. Yep. He has no desire. Like he has shown zero initiative to even try to move on to something better. Oh my God. Okay. Well, it doesn't get any better from here, people, because we're back with Ashley. And last night, they had a big fight about all of her witchcraft practices, and he just doesn't understand, and they got very frustrated with each other. He's got that shit-eating grin, grin on his face. He sure does. I can't I, stand there's him. There's something about him that I'm like, there is some devil in that man. Like, you can just yeah. get a vibe. You get a vibe. But their first night, it was a roller coaster of emotions from fighting over the animals, because he doesn't like the dog and the cat to sleep in the bed. He wants them outside. But then they're fighting about her being a witch. Mm. And then it ending the night coming together and having some sezzy time. 
So they bond over having sex. Yeah. That's their only connection. That's their big connection is they bang it out is what she said. So they have a lot of sex and they work through their differences that way. What? Yes. (laughs) No no resolution. It's just a short term. Like your problems are still there. The dog and the cat are still an issue. Your witchcraft is still an issue. His not understanding you is still an issue. It doesn't change. I know. Look, I am in a mood today. I don't know why, but this is just <laughs> you like... You are feeling sassy today. I, I just, I don't have time for the bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like, I knew that this show was going to get me when I watched the first episode. But as it goes on, I don't, I think, now granted, I don't watch the Jasmine and Gino thing. The Ashley and Manuel, it drives me nuts. And I will also say that whenever they're introducing each couple, mm-hmm. like they're going back to a specific couple, they'll always have the couple's together like real together quick and they're, and they're doing like this happy. pose on the camera yeah. and oftentimes they're they're happy but when it comes to ashley and manuel she always looks at manuel and gives us like this like she's not here for him like this unhappy look on his face i'm sorry we need a a, a body language expert to come on please thank you because um, she will face her body to him and then the camera will pan to them and she'll look dead on and she just gives this one eyebrow up straight face not happy like she's perturbed at something obviously you have a dick of a fiance <laughs> you do some every time that pops up it's never like nikki and justin they're always smiling with each other and they're happy around each other ashley and manuel are not they're never really all over each other he's most definitely not all over her she's no. more of the pda yeah she says his his freak his freak number. <laughs> She's trying to keep it down, y'all. She's trying to keep it down. It's off the charts. Which means what exactly? What does his freak number? What is it? Wait, what? His, his freak, freak number. What does that even mean? Like how kinky he's he can be? Yes. It's off the chart. It's off the charts. I should have puked when we had Jasmine and Gino. I couldn't handle that. But when someone comes at me, it's like his freak me, number. Ma'am. I have never even heard of a freak number before. Is that it means one- hers is low. <laughs> Vanilla. Vanilla status. No, but it I just means it from one to ten. Ten being freaky. It's off the charts, being- sweetie. There's no number. It's just it's off the charts. You can't Mm-mm. you can't put a number on that. Ew. Yeah, I'm pretty grossed out by that. But she takes him into town. They go to the grocery store. And, you know, it's amazing to really see the cultural differences. Because he walks into the grocery store and you can tell he's uncomfortable. He's looking and, you know, you don't realize it because we're just so used to it. But there's a ton of different bags of carrots. Some baby carrots. Some are whole carrots. Some are cut. Mm -hmm. Some are not cut. And he's just looking like, "What what is all this? This makes no sense. And then he comes across... Like tofu. And he's confused. Oh, he even says, like, that why? That would be a culture shock, for he's sure. He's like, why do people eat fake food? She goes, you know what? I don't know. I don't, I really, you know, when you stop to think yeah. about it, it's gross. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. David eats tofu. Ugh. <laughs> I'm good. On their drive home, she tells them that they're going to go ahead and meet his family for, they're going to go ahead and meet her family for dinner, which means her mom, her sister, and her brother-in-law. Okay. She loves her mom. She's very close. She even said earlier that all the women in her family are strong, independent black women. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yep. And since we're on the subjects of mom, like, has he told his mom yet? Oh, because flashback. Yeah. He's Nobody not told knew anybody. Nobody why he was coming to America. Well, he didn't tell anybody he was coming to America. He oh. just said he was going to a different part of Ecuador to go work because he does construction work. So nobody knows that he's even in the U.S. I'm telling you, this man is full of lies. He's full of lies. Is his name Manuel? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, that answer is still a big fat negative. He has not told his mom at all where he is, what he's doing. She still thinks he's still in Ecuador somewhere working to provide money for his family. So when that money doesn't come, what happens then? Because. Because. We learn that through his secrecy, he has two teenage children at home. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He's Did 35. Did know about this? She knew about it. 
She knew about it and she said his secrecy makes her nervous because she's not even sure if the kids know about her. She's like, I'm going to one day be their stepmom. I don't even know if they know about me. Excuse me? He has two teenage kids. So where is the money going to come from if you are supposed to be out doing construction work? I bet you he's thinking Ashley's going to baby mama, like not baby mama, be his Well, essentially, I mean, yeah, it's going to provide all of that stuff for him. Because she has said, I don't know if it's in this episode or if it's in a one prior, he can't work. Like, he can't work when he's on that visa. So So she provides it all. Well, I think she provides it. Oh, my. Okay. It all. We're done with him. Yes. So he has not told his mom, which means he hasn't told his kids. And what's the extent of what he hasn't told them? Does he live with his mother? I don't know. They didn't specify that. But my guess is he might help financially. Okay. That would make more sense. Is what I, yeah, is what I think. But he definitely has to provide for his two kids. His two teenage children that are at home. He left. This is another person that left. Here's the situation. We have people that are full on leaving their kids to come here for this experiment. How and why? Well, not only that, but if he is the breadwinner for this family and he's not bringing in the bread, how are they going to eat? I don't know. Ashley's just going to send that money? Where? How I does mean, Ashley make that much money reading tarot cards? She's got to have a side hustle. She does, I guess. I don't know. I don't know either, but we go back to Jasmine and Gino and they're still making out in the bed. Good okay. God. She's sucking on his tongue. Good God. And this is the next day. So this is post-coitus. She said (laughs) post-coitus. I love it. (laughs) But she said last night went amazing, especially since he used the tools. She then proceeds to discuss that she can have sex three times a day every day. And the more sex she has, the better she'll get along with you. She has an addiction. She, She, I mean, we know she's got an addiction to plastic surgery she's got addiction to other things Mm -hmm. but i thought he was too big well apparently last night's shenanigans helped oh loosen things up oh the tools helped oh now he's gonna be carrying around those tools everywhere he goes gotcha so. so gino said that they have to try their best to not argue as much and she's like yeah of course but i'm just telling you this is the way to make sure that we're not gonna argue as much like just keep me in the bedroom kind of situation what yeah let's let's do the dirty all the time she is fire she's got a fiery person (laughs) so they go downstairs and she's you know in her robe and stuff and and she's going through the cupboard she's like there's nothing for me to eat and she grabs a, a bag of of bread and she's like what is this like do you see that it says honey on it where do where does honey come from and he's like bees you know honey comes from bees um, she, apparently she's vegan. She takes that very, very seriously like it's a religion for her. Wait a minute. You can't have honey? Apparently you can't. Why? I mean, the bees aren't being harmed. Like, if you're vegan and listening to this, can you reach out to us and explain why honey would be an issue for someone that... It has such wonderful vegan. properties. You're supposed Healing to eat local. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. But I have she never is, heard of that. She's hardcore into the vegan world and she said that even like byproducts of bees are not okay wow i didn't honest to god i didn't know that i didn't either i didn't either but she said that um having someone that respects animals as much as she does is very important to her and she has the whole thought process of gino he's a hardcore carnivore she has the whole thought process that she's going to change him over. She's going to... Oh, no. She's going to change him. Mm-mm. No. I, nope. You're setting I yourself couldn't. up for disaster there. I could never be a vegan. I couldn't either. I don't even think I could be a vegetarian. I could come close. I, I could come close to it, but every once in a while, like a good burger sounds yeah, real like nice. Yeah. So she's cold in her skimpy thin robe, and he tells her that she can use some of his clothes and long johns to keep her warm because... She's coming from Panama to Michigan, so obviously really huge cold. climate yeah. change. Yeah. She tells him that she wants her own clothes and her own things now, and this is his time to tell her his big secret. I was going to say, she obviously doesn't know. She does not Eek. know. Still, that he had quit his job to be with her. 
So he said she's his priority and he wants to spend as much time with her to get her on her feet. He didn't want to leave her home alone and wanted to make sure she had enough attention while she was here. Oh boy. He tells her that he quit his job and she is just completely speechless. Like she's just looking at him with daggers in her eyes, right? Like, what? I, I, I don't blame her though. That is, yeah, that is a huge You should have told me before I made my way over here. I agree. He said that they'll be living off of his savings and that it's a, enough for them to live comfortably. He didn't forego how much that was going to be, mm. but um, it was enough for them to live comfortably until they get married and then he'll get a new job. She, a new job. Mm-hmm. No intention to go back to the no. original. Oh no. my God. I wonder if he had to cash out some of his 401k. That's what I was wondering too. Oh God. So she is upset and she's like, you should have told me, which I completely agree with. Yep. And she said that that was the whole premise of her moving to the U.S. He is now jeopardizing her chance of bringing her children to the United States because they needed a sponsor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's her whole reason to coming to the United States is because he's got a job. I he can provide. I took it. And her kids need a sponsor in order to come. So oh my more God. of this is unfolding. So is she actually in it with Gino to be no. in it with Gino? Or is she in this for a ticket for her kids? I'm saying no. I'm, I'm saying no. I agree. <gasps> she needed the sponsor. She I would immediately go back home. I'd yeah. be like, well, if you don't have a job and I can't have my kids here, then I'm not staying. I agree. He said not to worry about it, that she's stressing out over nothing. She starts crying and saying she's, she is stressed and she's of scared course. about it. Yeah. Which is understandable, but she said that this is not the life that he proposed to her and that these kinds of decisions can't be made without consulting each other first, which I agree with. That's a life-changing decision. And what if he can't get a job right away? I mean, we all know how the job market is right now. It's rough. Oh my God. Why would he do that? Why do you do the things you do? Why are you the way you you are? (laughs) Oh my God! Well, we're on to Nikki. She's been quiet so far this season, this episode. But Nikki, she's landed in Russia, and the greeting that they have it seems very sweet. They embrace immediately, so okay. it's very, very cute, very, very happy. They're kissing and they're hugging. It just seems like a genuine love. Now, while the greeting was ideal, there is still things that they need to work at when she's here. Mm. So. She has said in the past that they need to either work these things out or they're not coming back together. Like, this is it. It's kaput. Gotcha. Well, I think she should have. Yeah. I mean, you got to deal with these things face on, though. Of course. Their history, it consists of them just breaking up and getting back together, breaking up and getting back together. So at some point, you're going to have to break that cycle. Yeah. It's a shit or get off the pot. <laughs> Absolutely. So we go back to Rob and Sophie, and they're walking on the beach for Sophie's first day in L.A. They're at Venice Beach, which is super close to Santa Monica, and the Santa Monica Pier, for those that have heard of it or have been there, seen it, slash all of that. But she sees these homes by the beach, and she loves them, and she's asking Rob if they'll be able to live there. She's like, oh, these are cute houses. Like, let's, you know, maybe look into here. And he's telling her it's never going to happen. Without even trying. Without even trying. But she continues to still question it. So he's like, you want to see this? I'm going to look it up on my phone. And he's like, it's $25,000 a month in rent. (gasps) I don't know if it's actually $25,000. Venice Beach, right on the beach. That would be expensive, though. That's expensive. That is an expensive area. If she wants to front majority of that, then so be it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. But Sophie has waitressed and worked. she's worked hard for her money. She has proven that she can be an independent, successful, mm-hmm. productive member of society. Yeah. And um, has worked hard for her money. Her parents don't support her. And she doesn't ask for money because they see that she's capable of working for it. Which, right on, girl. I'm, I'm yeah. here for that. I'm here to support that. But she doesn't want Rob to use that as a crutch to fall back on. That if they're in a tight spot and need money, that she's just going to go ask her parents for it. She doesn't want that. Which I'm glad for. I'm glad that she's not like, oh, well, just ask daddy. Uh Uh-huh. You know, to to fork fork over the money for us to live comfortably. Uh So they're walking on the beach and Rob gets this ping on his phone. Uh And Sophie just happens to like glance over when they're walking on the beach. And she's like, whoa, what is that? 
And he instantly gets super defensive. Oh, uh, guilty. Yeah. I'm telling you, the red flags with this guy, I can call it by looking at somebody's <laughs> face that whether or not they're a decent uh-huh. person. But he gets defensive and he's like, why are you looking at my phone? Why um, are you hiding your phone? Exactly. He said, it's not someone I follow. It's just some random page. And he's just trying to clear this whole, clear it up. He's trying to like, yeah. X out of it. X, delete, X, delete. X, yeah. It's essentially a page with scantily clad women. Oh, good God. And he wants a more chill relationship with Sophie, who happens to be a very jealous woman. I'm sorry. Those are his words? Yes. He wants a more chill relationship with her because she is very jealous. And she admits to being a jealous person. But you've also given her a reason. Reason. I was just going to say, now you've given her reason. Right. You've given her a reason. He brings up uh, that they met online and she's like, yeah, when I was single, <laughs> we did meet online yeah. when I was single. And so he continues I to just that say. I get so upset. Like, I, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I just can't with this guy. I cannot. I oh, just. I know. I know. No. So he says he only has high eyes for her, but I don't believe that for one second. And that chick that's walking down the beach there and that chick yeah, that's walking wa- by the beach he's right watching, there. <laughs> he's watching over here. This then brings up the past for her and how Rob cheated online with another girl when they were going through a rough patch. Oh. So put a pin in that because we're going to come back to wow, it. Wow, we're getting some inside deets, man. They're withholding they some are. information. They sure are. Well, they've not done anything to make me like him, so it's not like I've no, lost respect. And she freaking deserves better. She Selfie, does. Selfie for the love. Well, speaking of somebody who deserves better, we're back with Ashley. It's the day when she's going to take Manuel to go meet her family, and she has bought him some shirts, some really nice button-up shirts. She wants him to look presentable to, to meet her mom, and he doesn't really dress. Like, he dresses, like, in T-shirts and shorts and Crocs and a backwards hat. Like, that's... She wants him to look nice, right? She wants to make a good impression. She's wearing this really cute little pink, like pale pink skirt dress outfit. And she's got two shirts that she's holding. One's maroon and for him. Uh-oh. One's maroon and one is baby pink. And she's kind of like pushing the baby pink in front of him. She's like, I want us to match. I think it would be cute if we match. She's pushing these shirts in front of his face. And he has the huevos to call her or to tell her relax boss he tells her okay relax boss that's right from what (laughs) from telling him like what shirt to wear he's like relax boss and i just yeah she's a boss ass bitch and got you that damn shirt how about you be grateful take it as a compliment she wants you to dress alike do david and i know but (laughs) still it's 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 the the idea she she took the time to buy something for you to present you in a nice way to her mom to make it look like you're a couple. She's only been ever able to talk about you. You've never met her family. So now is the chance for you to meet them in person. She and wants to make a good impression. Yes, yeah, she wants that. He needs to just shut his mouth, put on the damn shirt, and ask her, How do I look, honey? He doesn't, though. I mean, of course he doesn't because he's a skadoosh. He is. Ashley's mom, Stacy, sister, and brother-in-law meet Manuel for the first time in person. And it's very loving and kind and sweet. Words are exchanged. It's beautiful because Ashley wasn't really sure how her mom was going to take it. Her mom is strong, independent. She was nervous. Her mom is just so sweet. She's like, oh my God, I'm so happy to meet you. She wants to talk to him. She's even getting out Google Translate on her phone so she can talk to him directly. Beautiful. Because what Ashley, a, what yes. A woman. I know. Ashley speaks beautiful Spanish. She does. She talks to him with no issues. But she, but her mom, Mama Ashley here, wants to talk to him directly, you know, and right. wants to have that communication. Which I love. Right? That's, that's beautiful. Well, her mom holds nothing back and it is immediately like, okay, you're here. Let's start planning the wedding. And then babies right after babies. What do you think? Babies. And he's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like we have time for that. No, Manuel, you do not. You're here for 90 days and you must make that decision. You have to get married. He doesn't want to start planning the wedding. Right. Because he wasn't he the one that's like, let's add on an additional 30 days to this. He would love to make it like a total of 120 no, days. He's not in this. He's not in this with her. He's not. Mm-mm. It's it's we've been thinking he's been sus for a while. Well, Mama Stacy, that's her mom's name. 
She was a teacher and she loves children and she's just so excited for the day when she gets to call herself a grandma. She's looking forward to it. But he's, he's, as he's having this dinner with her family, he's really starting to miss his own family. I can understand he's so far away. This is the first time he's been this far away from his family. Ashley does mention that he never told his family that he was coming to the States though. And uh, that causes some issues. Yeah, they didn't. They had they had no clue about this. Mama Stacy says there's no way, absolutely no way on God's green earth that her kids would have ever done anything like what Manuel did. They would never pick up, move to a different country, and never tell her. Never in a million years. So she is just so, so confused. She's already on defense mode. Like, wait, what? Oh yeah, it was all pleasantries when they met, but now it's uh, you didn't tell your mom where you were. You didn't have the decency. You didn't. You didn't care enough about her. Well, his excuse is that he doesn't want her to worry. Well, she's gonna worry though. You're gonna, she, you're gone no matter what. You're an adult. It's okay to tell her. You should have front loaded her and said, "Mom, I'm in love with Ashley. I want to move. I want to make this work." That's. I think he's embarrassed in some way. Right? Of her. Yeah. Oh God, that's horrible. Which I don't see how, because she's a strong, independent woman. But maybe it's because of that, because she's a strong, independent woman, and she doesn't need him to survive. Mm-hmm. Not only did he not tell his family, but he lied to them because right now they think that he's somewhere completely different for work and Mama Stacy does not like that. She's really upset at that. He goes, not only did he not tell them that she was with Ashley or that he was with Ashley, but then lied and said that he was in a completely different location. And automatically the mom is like, I, mm-mm, I don't like that. I don't, I'm not liking this. I don't like where this is headed. But he tries to assure Mom St- Mama Stacy that... As they spend more time together, they grow stronger. And her, and her response to him is, well, time will tell. Time will tell. Oh, so she's already like, no, this is not a good situation. Oh, the second she found out that he didn't tell his mom where he was, this is, you're talking about her daughter. Right. You didn't tell your mom where you were and who you were with. Her daughter. She's going to take offense to that. As anybody should, as Ashley should as, be taking offense. But I think that Ashley is just, I don't know if she's insecure. She's beautiful. She is. She's strong personality. I don't know what it is. I don't know what Manuel has got over her. But there's some kind of like chokehold that he's got that she can't see past it. I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, I love it because she says that she has a lot more questions for him. And this dinner was just round one. Mom's coming in strong. She's like, I'm going to get out my notebook. Let me take my quill out. She's, I'm going to write my questions. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he quill. says that uh, they need to just accept him for who he is. Quit questioning him and accept him for who Yeah, we'll he accept is. you for who you is, a lying, cheating asshole. Like, who come on. I know. I Look, I can't accept you if I don't know who you are. Everything at this Nobody point has been a lie. Nobody what he is. <laughs> who he is. What? What? Who? When? Where? Why? Oh, gosh. Well, he reminds me a lot of Rob, which who we are getting back to, Rob and Sophie. They're out on a walk, and Sophie still does not feel safe and comfortable in Inglewood. And they're out walking in the middle of the day. They're out walking Rob's dog. She said that she respects his privacy, so she's going back to the whole pop up on his phone the ping on his mm. phone and she respects his privacy and feels bad for glancing at his phone but he has given her a reason to not trust him before yeah she said it's constantly in the back of her head wondering if he's going to cheat on her again she brings <laughs> up the cheating situation with him and he gets defensive again asking her quote unquote when is she going to let it go oh my god yeah he went there he sure did how about you work to convince her that you will never do it again mm-hmm. and work on rebuilding that trust, sir. Yeah. She said that this is definitely something that they needed to talk about in person because yeah. obviously they've been doing the long distance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we're, we're about to get married. This needs to have be a discussion. Yeah. So he's justifying his actions by saying he didn't do anything and he didn't cheat. It was just because he was bored one day. So he started talking back to the girl Sending sexy videos, etc. When they, when this, when him and Sophie cheating. were going through a rough patch, he was doing this. He said it wasn't. He it is not cheating, and that it was only for a day. It's not cheating because what they didn't touch, or I guess. So even though it was just a rough patch, it wasn't that they were separated. No. <sighs> okay. No. Um. So all of this was sent to Sophie. 
these text messages back and forth, the videos. From this girl? I don't know. It didn't say who. Well, we know it ain't coming from him. Obviously. But it sent... So I almost wonder if she catfished him. (gasps) Or set up one of her friends. Well, that friend that she was sitting with... Maya. Did Mm -hmm. not like him. I know. So I almost wonder... Was it Maya? If it was you, Maya... I'm applauding you right now. Uh-huh. Yes, girl. Because otherwise, she would she have ever figured that out? Probably, Probably not. not. And I don't think that he would have ever divulged that information. Yeah. So he brings up her being on dating apps. And she's like, that app is strictly for meeting friends. It is not for hookups. It is not for dating. It's not for anything. What's the app? She didn't say what it oh, was. Oh, okay. Um, but she said, I've been loyal to you, though. Because he brings up my friend Tarai saw mm. you on this app. And she's like, did you look at what the app is? It's not for dating. It's for meeting friends. She's like, I travel all over the world. Yeah. I'm looking for friends to meet up with so I don't feel so alone everywhere mm. I go. Yeah. I believe her. Yeah. I got to give her the benefit of the doubt on that one. But she, she's like, the, the difference here is that I have been loyal to you. You have not been loyal to me. Mm. And she said that she can tell when he's lying and that this was a huge red flag for her. Mm. So I just, the disgust is there. That's all I have to say about them. But we're going to go back to our favorite couple, Jasmine and Gino. God dang it. (laughs) No, it's every time, every time I hear their names, it's just, I have to, let me put on my seatbelt. Prepare for this <laughs> yes. roller coaster. And put that on. Tighten it. Yeah. So they're going to get a couple's massage because Gino felt he needed to pamper her for the news he spilled about quitting his job. About money that he's not bringing in and they're having to dip into their savings. Yeah. So let me go to. Let me go and. Get her a massage of something that we can't afford. But go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he felt that her reaction wasn't fair because it shouldn't matter and she should appreciate his efforts to be with her all the time. (laughs) Please. Homeboy doesn't even take his hat off for the massage. I, yeah, I did see that. That came up and left his little fedora on. Yes, he left the fedora on. He would not let the massage therapist take it off. He's like, I have a hat for everything. Do you think he's bald and he doesn't want to show his head? Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because he mentioned that he's bald. But he said he doesn't wear a hat in the shower or when he has sex with Jasmine. So those are the only two instances where he will not wear a hat. And the only two instances where I don't want to see him (laughs) without a hat on. Exactly. But they're getting massages and Jasmine jumps off the table when her butt starts getting massaged. Like right at the top. You know, like below the notches where it's sore. And Gino's like, why does your... Why does your butt hurt? And she's not wanting to spill the beans on this. But, and she's smiling and kind of like nervous. Like, oh, it's just, it's funny. Whatever. Uh-uh. Um, but she figured that since he's relaxed, it's time to tell him the truth. Mm. So she goes through the story of losing weight and losing muscle and losing her butt. And she lost all this weight and stuff like that. And she starts laughing when she tells him that she got butt implants. And he just doesn't know how to react. She's like, ha, 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 you're going like, to find this funny, ha, ha, Yeah, ha, essentially ha. just like that. Like, so you're going to think this is hilarious, but I got butt implants. Oh, my and God. And he's just laying there, just shocked. Like, the look on his face was uh-huh. betrayal, uh-huh. in a way. And the only thing he could say was, how could you do something like that? Well, we're back with Ashley. I really want to take Ashley by the hand and just, just tell her, look, you can do better. There is a plethora of men out here. There's a plethora of Spanish-speaking men, if that's what you prefer, who've got their shit together. And who are going to treat you right and with respect. And are going to tell their moms about you. It's the next day after dinner with her parent, with her mom and her sister and brother-in-law. And they're taking little Rico Suave out for a walk. A little pepper. Ashley tries to convince me because she's looking me directly into my soul when she is <laughs> on the camera trying to convince me. That Manuel and Rico Suave are going to be best buds real quick. In what world? I saw what he did with that dog when you weren't looking. And that was grab him by the snout and hold real tight. And then pull up on those ears when he's petting him. No. He's made a bed for the dog under the bed. So the dog has his own bed underneath their bed. 
It's just a matter of time. What if she goes to work one day out of the house and he comes back? He's like, I don't know what happened. Like it's She just... works from the house. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like she goes to somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ran out and got hit by a car type of thing. Because he has no ties to animals. Like no. pets aren't a thing for him. Gross. He is slowly inching those animals outside. You can tell. He's working his way to like every little bit. Eventually she won't notice. Maybe if I do it slow enough, I'm going to start pushing these animals outside. Mm-hmm. Manuel has cooked them lunch, which is nice. First time I've seen him cook. And Ashley seems to like the food, which I'm sure maybe he does have very good cooking skills. He learned from his mom. And she says, oh, well, speaking of mommy, it's time. It's time we make that call. I will hold your hand. We will do this. But you need to make that call to your mom. You need to call her. You need to tell her. Where you are and who you're with. I wonder if she's had some pressure from her own mother saying, hey, red flag, red flag, red flag. Well, was it not enough that your friends were telling you this? But now it's your mom saying, "Um, what do you mean that you didn't tell your mom where you were and who you're with? Maybe she needed to hear it from her mom. I guess. He doesn't know what to say. He is at the point now where he's stuck. Like, he thinks it's going to be worse telling his mom what he did as opposed to what he was going to do. You're a grown ass man. You're a grown man. You're 35. He's 35 years old. And he's nervous about telling his mom. At this point, the deed has been done. You know, you're here. So it's time to rip the bandaid off. You need to just tell her. His family is used to him traveling for work because he has to provide for his kids to give them a better education. That's what he said. So they automatically know that when he goes away, it's under the assumption that he's going for work to send money back home to build his kids' education. That's commendable. I can appreciate that. Sure, absolutely. Side note, how are they going to get that that money for their education now? Is it coming from Ashley? We've asked this question. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe we'll find out. I don't. It doesn't discuss that in this episode. The reason he didn't tell his mom that he was coming is he was worried that when it came down to it, he was so worried that he was going to change his mind, that he was going to second-guess his decision to come. Because maybe in some way his mom would have said, please don't go. Obviously, if it wouldn't have taken much for you to convince you to not come, then your heart wasn't in this completely. Sure, That's what I thought. I was like, well, if you really wanted to come and you knew that this was for the best and you were coming for the for the love of your life, you would have looked at your mom and said, it's, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work this out. They go outside. She convinces him to get onto the computer. It's time. Let's FaceTime her. Let's get her on here. Let's do this. So they're on. His mom is there and she's so happy to see him. And he's talking. His face lights up when he sees his mom. And then it's like you can tell he's a little bit nervous. He's dread. Little, yeah. I'm looking at her and thinking, like, how can you lie to this woman? Right. Like, this woman has been living in ignorant bliss, I guess, this whole time, thinking that you were close enough that you're within a specific distance that she could get to you if something happened. No, you're not. Right. Ashley pops her head in and she's like, hey, you know, and the mom's kind of like, uh, who dat? Uh huh. I think she knew Ashley because she had been down there before. Right. But more of like, uh, did she come to meet you at your job site? Is this what's going on? But then mom quickly realizes where he's at. Like, yep. I'm and, cringing. Uh huh. He tells his mom where he is, and she just doesn't understand. How could he leave without saying goodbye to anyone? How could he do that? She has every right to be upset. He seems to be emotional over it, and Ashley decided to just let them talk in private. She says, I'm going to go. I'm going to let you finish this conversation. It's amazing the power a mom has over her children and her ability to make her adult child feel guilt about making an adult decision that's thousands of miles away mm-hmm. it's amazing what kind of influence we have on have. the kids yeah. yeah and i don't i wouldn't want to do that to my kid if this was the path that he wanted to go down then he goes down it but he's got to make that decision and have an open line of communication he didn't give his mom that that respect he's sweating bullets trying to apologize and justify his reasoning there's no reasoning there's nothing that he can say to justify his actions his mom says she loves him and knows that they'll see each other again and then The call fails. It just, I think the signal was bad and he doesn't get a chance to say goodbye again to his mom. But it's got to be a sense of relief in some way of, okay, that burdens off. Yeah, that I've got, I've got that removed, but probably not the lack of really getting to finish talking it out. We'll come back to them, but now we're going back to Nikki. Nikki landed in Russia. She's met up with Justin 
And she's for sure in her little love bubble talking about the love that she has for Justin and the tingling that she has between her legs for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm getting in there. Uh-huh. So not tingling like butterflies. It's butterflies in her crotch. Um, <laughs> Justin suggests that food is what's causing that craving. He's like, I think that's food. She's like, no, sweetie, that ain't food. Yeah, that's some kind of food. It's that's your big food. Big dick energy. <laughs> oh my god. Big dick energy. Um, but I don't think that he wants to soothe that tingling. I think that's he's like trying to be like, oh no, 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 no. It's not me that you want. It's food that you want. While they're in the car, Nikki's playing with Justin's hair, and she says that Mama's home. Oh, oh yeah. Why you don't put it like that. <laughs> Because they give themselves those weird-ass nicknames. I don't like when people call each other Daddy or Mama. Like, I don't like those kind of nicknames. You've heard women say, hey, Daddy. Have you? Yes. Well, now she's like, Mama's <laughs> home. That's so gross. No, we're not doing that. No. No, 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 he's no, no. got. He's got maybe that cougar complex, though. Right? I guess. She wants to know what the sitch is with the engagement celebration. So they're there to celebrate their engagement. They're there to reintroduce her to the family as the new Nikki. I mean, essentially, it's like a new Nikki for them, right? They they know the secret about her. He says that he's got some people coming. It's just not going to be a lot of people. So it's not going to be a big party mm-hmm. because a lot of people, unfortunately, have turned their backs when they found out that Nikki was trans. Gotcha. He's nervous about the questions that will be asked by his friends and family since finding out that Nikki is trans. What will those conversations look like? I don't know if it's an embarrassment or if it's a protection for her. But maybe he's feeling the stress from that, like with why he... Well, I don't think he's fully accepted it himself. Yeah? So how are you going to answer those kind of questions when you haven't fully accepted it yourself? Do you think that he will fully accept that? (sighs) I think that he genuinely loves her very much. I just think that he's not attracted to her physically, like sexually. Mm. Which is a huge factor. It's I mean, a massive factor, hello, and marriage. we will we'll go into it more and more. But I think that he can't get he can't point. get there with her. Mm-hmm. They go sit in this cute little pastry bakery place, and it's just I really want to go here. Let's go. Okay, we're gonna Let's go. go. We'll Moldova. go meet. We'll go meet Justin, Igor, Boris, and he's immediately nervous because Nikki's drawing attention. Remember, she is dressed to the nines constantly. She's always got a full face of makeup. And she's also had a lot of plastic surgery done. A lot of plastic surgery. And he said in the past, women in Moldova don't look like that. Mm-hmm. And she's coming in and that's going to draw a lot of attention. Sure. And he's nervous as to whether it's the fact that it's because of all her makeup or are they able to tell? I think that's a stretch. I, I really think you're not giving to her enough be credit. In complete transparency, I did not know that she I didn't was either. trans when we started this mm-hmm. series. So I would never look at her and be like, oh, yeah. that is. That like is. the minute she walked in. Right. And then start throwing things at her. Like never. that's, we're yeah. not, yeah, we're not pitchforking and barricading the place to burn it down if she doesn't come out. Um, I, my whole thought is, you don't think for one second it's the camera crew that's following you around I that's mean, maybe minor drawing details, attention? You know, come on, man! I, I mean, are people just for what it is. are people used to camera crews following people around? Because he's like, I it's mean, it's they can tell she's trans. That's what it is. I'm like, or or just just put let yeah. me put this out. I there. mean, yeah, I could be completely wrong here, but maybe it's like the six people that are following you with big ass cameras and booms and mics, yeah. like a whole production team. Correct. He tells her she dresses and does her makeup like a porn star. A trans porn star is what he tells her. Ouch. Yeah, that drew that. I don't care if you've got broken English. You sure shit know what you were just saying when you called her that. Right. You were calling her a hoe. Mm -hmm. She lets him know that you aren't going to just keep me locked up while I'm here. I'm expecting for you to take me out at night because he's like, we're not going out at night. I think he just yeah, doesn't just want to take her out. Or... I think he wants to keep her in the apartment and maybe use it under the guise that they're going to bond, they're going to connect, and it's just because he doesn't want her to draw the attention. You can't live your life like that, especially if she were to move there, which obviously she has made it very clear that she would drop everything of her life here yep. to do that. 
But you can't just keep her under a lock and key. She's going to have to go out and she gets she to needs go to. out. Go yeah. show her your country that right. you're so proud of, but don't lock her up. I I promise you, Justin Igor Boris, that <laughs> nobody is looking at her thinking that this is a trans woman. I can promise you. Yes. And I, I I get that maybe culturally things are very different, but we are in at this time probably 2022. You're sure. telling me that she's the only one that's walking amongst you i doubt it Mm-mm. she's not this like frankenstein that when she comes all the village it's goes like, running oh my gosh yeah get out of here oh gosh well we're gonna end it with jasmine and gino today and he is shooketh with the news with the news that homegirl got some butt implants uh, but she feels relieved that she finally came forward with it Okay. So he asks her how much that costs, and she has him guess the price point. And he's like, I don't know, 4000 6000 Keep going, sweetie. And he finally gets to the $10,000 mark, and he's like, are you kidding Shitting me, me right now? Oh, my God. $10,000 for an grand. ass. Ten grand. Five a cheek. Five a cheek. Five, yeah. Dang. He said, we could have used that for the wedding or the appliances in the house or the remodel of the things that you want to do to everything. And not your body. Right. (laughs) Not your body. And he asked why she's making decisions without him. And she's like, wait a minute. You made a big decision without me, too. You quit your job without me knowing. So tit for tat here. I guess. But at some point, what are you going to just keep leveling up with each other? I could see them very, very easily doing that. That's so healthy. So healthy. Yeah. So he then asks where she got the money because Mm. he has been paying her rent, paying her bills, paying for life in Panama. And she said, well, I had some in savings and then tells him that the money that he was sending for her to buy a wedding dress, she used. Went to the ass. For her booty. (gasps) So he feels like he's the one that is always giving and Jasmine is the one that's always taking. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's never mm-hmm. the opposite. Absolutely. And that terrifies him because this is how his life is going to be going forward. Mm-hmm. You set yourself up for that there, buddy. You like, did. what did you think was going to happen? I, d- I, there is no way he ever expected that though. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think he could have expected that either. She said she's not a selfish, selfish person that she did it not just for her, but for him. And that it figured, she figured it would make her more attractive for him. Sweetie, but he loved you in the way never that you are. it. Yes. The way that you are. He gets up from the massage table and he's mm. super upset about her spending that kind of money. And he's like, what is wrong with you? Fedora and all, he left. He, yes. He oh got up and, and left. He said it was unnecessary to spend that kind of money. And he called her selfish and walked out. I think that's the nicest thing he could have called her. I agree. Her eyes are super wide, like she's like, but what do you mean? Oh, like you didn't expect him to react that way? If you didn't, then you would have told him immediately, hey, I'm going to go get this. Sure. Yeah. She wasn't crying or anything. She was just like, but what what do you, I don't understand. So her eyes are super wide and she's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to keep the rest of this a secret because her ex-boyfriend, Dane, gave her the remaining $2,000 for her butt implants. Her ass cost $12,000? I think it was ten grand, and he had given her 4000 Gino gave her 4000 for a wedding dress. Oh, she gotcha. She had 4000 in savings. Dane so what did her. she have to give up to get that 2000 from ex-boyfriend Dane? I don't know. But we will, we will touch more on Dane in another episode. Are so. you kidding me? I'm not joking. I need to now start watching this like straight I know. I'm like, the things that you said too, I'm like, well, now I'm going to have to watch. Yes. Oh my God. Gino, don't be so, he can't be so naive. I don't think he's naive, but he puts up with it. Well, yes, because I think in his mind, like she's a catch and there's no way he could get somebody that looks like that to love him. (sighs) There's somebody out there for everybody. That's my thing. There's somebody out there for everyone. And I think he's selling himself short. I think that she is super selfish and self-centered and take, 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 take. What can I, ha- what's for me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've said this before. He deserves better. She deserves, Sophie deserves better. And I wouldn't put them together. But, you know, I just, yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. Now, I asked you off this, off mic, but I'm going to ask you on mic. 
do you think for one minute any of these couples, mind you, they've been apart. Like all these couples have been apart for at least nine months. Mm-hmm. That they've been faithful this whole time. No. There's no way. There's no way that they're not getting something on the side. I could for sure see Gino messing around. You do? I, could, sure. I picture Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine, 100%. She was yeah. hanging her butt out of the freaking party bus. <laughs> yes. Going down the street. Yep. Hands down could see that too. Sophie, I could see her being faithful and loyal. Rob, hell no. Rob the knob. Nope. I picture Manuel. No, there's no way he was faithful to Ashley. No, no. Nope, because he's so secretive. Like, why are you so secretive? Mm -hmm. What's going on there? Right. Justin, there is no way. If you're not sexually attracted to her, you got to be getting it. He's a good looking man. He's a good looking man, which leads me to believe that he could get anything that he wanted. Mm -hmm. And he's, what, 35, 36? He's young. He's young. And you know, he probably wants kids. He probably wants all of it. Yeah. So how's that going to happen? God, I don't know. But I don't even know if we'll figure that out. If we're going to find that out. Because we just got done with episode three. Oh, my gosh. We say it every time, people. Oh, my gosh. It's the truth. It's a train train wreck you can't look away from. I want to. I do, too. Come and watch this episode with us. We are diving in. And even if you don't want to watch it, at least you're here to listen to the shallow waters. Okay? That's why we do this, so you don't have to. (laughs) Consider yourself blessed. Okay? Yeah. But we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Come and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Well, we're not really active on Twitter, but the mm-hmm. TikTok. Come and follow us. Say hello at pourtheteakpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Don't forget to rate us. Five stars, please, wherever you get your podcasts. Download yeah. all the stuff. Tell sure. your friends. Yeah. Give us a follow. Because yeah. we got big plans for 2024. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And we can't grow without you. Yep. Make this happen. Help me to help you. (laughs) We love you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.